Do you ever wonder where to start when it comes to setting boundaries? Does it feel like it's all simply too much, too hard, dangerous even? You're not alone. Listen to what Brienne shared inside the Facebook group. I do everything for my bonus kiddos. I keep track of all their schedules, their school needs, making their doctor's appointments. I do it all. I even try to make sure their mom knows what's going on so the kids are not disappointed by her. I feel like I am a glorified secretary. I'm not doing it for her. I want the boys to be successful and their needs to be met. And since I don't work, I do it to support my husband, their dad. But I feel like their mom takes advantage of that and just knows I'm going to take care of it so she doesn't handle any motherly or parent duties. I have no issue doing it all. I'm doing it for my bio kids anyway, but that's not the point. When I think about the parenting agreement, there are things in there that I shouldn't do or I'm not allowed to do. And I remind my husband and his ex-wife that they need to be taken care of, but they don't happen. And if I go ahead and do it anyway, there's this blow up. I'm a new Christian. I'm trying very hard to love this woman. We've been through more downs than we have ups, and she is impossible to navigate. How can I even pray for her? How can I pray for this situation? Can you relate to Brienne? Particularly if you are new to blending, this is a common situation, this role confusion. How much do I do? What am I responsible for? What does my husband do? How do I interact with all of these challenges that the parenting plan presents? It is complicated for sure. There's a lot of fear, failure, and frustration. And in today's episode, number 199 of the Empowered Stepmom podcast, I'll share how you can fight fear, failure, and frustration with prayer, practice, and perseverance through the power of a permission slip. Now, listen, I know that may sound corny, but corny still exists because corny works. I invite you to give yourself permission to explore a boundary where you may be struggling. And if you are struggling with defining what a boundary is for you, then I invite you to give yourself permission to get curious about it, to think about what is it about this thing that's preventing me from moving forward? When we give ourselves permission to ask powerful questions, when we use that permission slip to be curious, it yields powerful options for you to consider. And that is what we are all about inside the Empowered Community. The mission of the Empowered Stepmom is revealed within the two definitions of the word empowerment. Empowerment is the authority or power to give someone permission to do something. Empowerment is also defined as a process of becoming stronger and more confident, especially in controlling one's life and claiming one's rights. As a stepmom, we often feel disempowered, as though all of our power has been stolen. The truth is this. You haven't lost your power, but you may have given it away. On this podcast, you'll learn exactly what to do to regain your power and, in the process, you'll find yourself reclaiming your joy too. Hey there, I am Jen Rogers, Certified Professional Life Coach, founder of the Empowered Stepmom Academy, and Boundary Boss Designer for Christian Stepmoms. I created the Empowered Stepmom Community for women just like you. Women who don't know where else to turn for help. For stepmoms who don't have anyone who can relate to their feelings of shame, hurt, and disillusionment with their new family. When I blended about 10 years ago, 
My life turned upside down and inside out. My husband didn't understand me. I couldn't share with my family how much I was struggling because I didn't want to hear, I told you so. He isn't right for you, and neither are his kids. Or you knew what you were getting into when you said, I do. The thing is, I didn't. After years of being on the brink of breaking up and losing my mind, I started again, really digging into what God was calling me to. Instead of feeling like being a stepmom was a prison sentence, I began to understand it was a call to stewardship, given to me, no, entrusted to me from the creator of heaven and earth. God took all of that hurt and hardship, and he turned it into healing and hope. I'm here, nestled in your earbuds, to help you bridge that 18-inch gap between your head and your heart. As my hunka hunka often likes to preach, intellectual assent is not transformation. You knowing about being a stepmom isn't transformation. It starts in your heart and knowing that God has purposefully placed you here in your family as a woman of influence, power, and joy. My mission is to remind you of your unique giftings, capabilities, and power to stand firm in your calling as a stepmom. If you're ready to take your power back and reclaim your joy, then stick around. We'll use that permission slip of curiosity to glean powerful options and answers to common stepmom experiences. If you want practical, easy-to-implement solutions to skyrocket your confidence and take back dominion in your own home, you will find them inside the Stepmom Handbook. Head on over to buildbetterboundaries.com and claim your free power-packed resource. All right, hey, let's get started with today's episode of the Empowered Stepmom Podcast. I am so thrilled that you are here. P.S. Last week I was sharing with you, we were in the throes of moving. And now that we're in the throes of unpacking, praise the Lord, we are officially moved. We are still getting settled in. Yet, I promised that I would share some details about the Blessed Friday sale. Now, I don't know what's going on in your inbox, but my inbox is exploding with all of the Black Friday sales. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. It's not Thanksgiving. If I've missed Thanksgiving dinner, there is a problem. I do not want to miss Thanksgiving dinner. It's not time for Black Friday sales. That is what culture does. It pushes and pushes and pushes. And it tells us, this is what you do. This is how you shop. This is what you need. This is how a good stepmom behaves. And I'll tell you what, I just, what I appreciate so much in my journey in learning more about who God is and thus learning more about who I am is we are counter cultural. So you are not going to find an email in your box today that says, hey, go get this thing because it's a Black Friday sale for two reasons. One, (laughs) I told you I'm not doing a Black Friday. I am doing a Blessed Friday. And two, it isn't time yet. However, I will invite you to head on over to stepfamilypodcast.com forward slash academy so you can check out the academy. And I will be releasing the details on Monday, November 20th of all of the Blessed Friday options. And if you want to say yes before that Friday rolls around, I will have the shopping carts open for you to say yes. Hey, it's not about the shopping cart. It's about you. It's about what you need and how you can get equipped so you can stop feeling so afraid or stop feeling so frustrated over all of the hard things in your stepmom journey. Mentorship is so powerful. 
coaching is off the charts, incredibly powerful. It is life changing. If you have not experienced the power of laser coaching, sister friend, you are missing out. But you don't need to stay missing out. Head on over to stepfamilypodcast.com forward slash academy and check out all the details about what's inside the academy. And then watch for the email and for the webpage to get updated on Monday, November 20th with all of the special blessings for the sale of the year because I've never done this before and I can't wait. I can't wait for you to say yes to you and to see you inside of the Empowered Stepmom Academy. It is phenomenal inside. All right, let's put a period on this PS and get to episode number 199. All right, let's go back to what Brianne shared inside the Facebook group. And I'm going to break it down piece by piece and then offer up some ideas for you to consider. And remember, on today's episode and every other episode of the Empowered Stepmom podcast, the most important question you can ask is, how does this apply to me? So even if you're not in this specific situation, what insights can you glean from this scenario? So how does this apply to me? All right, here is what Brianne asked, first part of it. I do everything for my bonus kiddos. I keep track of all their schedules, their school needs making their doctor's appointments. I do it all. I even try to make sure their mom knows what's going on so the kids are not disappointed by her. I feel like I am a glorified secretary. One important action we take inside the community is evaluating our words and understanding that each word we speak has power. So let's start with, I do everything for my bonus kiddos. When I think about everything, that is every single thing. And it's easy to say, I do everything. As I lovingly shared with Brienne, certainly she is doing many, many things when she's tracking their schedules, where she's assessing and managing their school needs, doctor's appointments, all of that. That is work. To say, I do it all, there, there's no room there. There's no room for anyone else to come in and do anything when you're claiming this full territory that I do all of these things. Now, I suspect she does the bulk of the things, and it may be 99.99%. She's not doing them all. What makes that important? It's important that we assess how we're measuring. How are we measuring all of the things that we're doing? When we want to make improvements in an area, we must understand the measuring stick that we are using. Some questions to consider and potentially journal about what one thing can you do to replace this feeling of being a glorified secretary? What's the truth behind it? And really asking, what is the reason for doing the things that we are doing? When you're doing something for your stepchild or when you're doing something for your husband or when you're doing something for an ex, What's at the core? What's underneath that? You have values inside of you. And sometimes when you feel like you're out of alignment, it's because you're making decisions that don't align with your values. And the real truth is we often lose sight of our values because we are hurrying and we are scurrying and we're forgetting what's important to us or we're making it small and we're putting other needs before our own. And yes, there's a time and a place for that. 
However, I will remind you, you cannot give what you do not have. And if you do not have clarity on what's important to you, if you do not have boundaries in place, then those things will be violated. So take a little bit of time to think about what is the reason for doing what you're doing, whether you're keeping track of the schedules like Brianne or you're doing something different. All right, let's move on to the next part. I'm not doing it for her. I want the boys to be successful and their needs to be met. And since I don't work, I do it to support my husband, their dad. But I feel like their mom takes advantage of that and just knows I'm going to take care of it so she doesn't handle any motherly or parent duties. Did you notice the first sentence? I'm not doing it for her. And the question I have is, who are you doing it for? And there's definitely this expression and desire for the boys to be successful and for their needs to be met. I'm going to latch on to this, I am not doing it for her. Take the time to consider the motivations behind doing what you're doing. What is the reason that you're doing all of these things for the boys? Yes, you want them to be successful. And yes, you want their needs met. But at your core, what's your motivation? Okay, here is the last part. I have no issue doing it all. I'm doing it for my bio kids anyway, but that's not the point. When I think about the parenting agreement, there are things in there that I shouldn't do or I'm not allowed to do. And I remind my husband and his ex-wife that they need to be taken care of, but they don't happen. And if I go ahead and do it anyway, there's this blow up. I'm a new Christian. I'm trying very hard to love this woman. We've been through more downs than we have ups, and she is impossible to navigate. How can I even pray for her? How can I pray for this situation? I know that Brienne is not alone here when she does something and she knows that it's risky or dangerous to do, but she does it because she senses there's a need. And this is where some trouble comes in. So think of one thing that blows up for you. What happens before the blow up? And what do you want to do the next time? Or how could you avoid participating in the blow up? If the blow up happens, what is your boundary for the next time? Perhaps there's a boundary that you don't have, you would like to have, or that needs to be erected. Will you continue doing the same thing or will you consider doing something different? Again, these are questions that it takes time to give ourselves permission to speak. What makes them powerful is time to think about the answers. It's important that you have clarity on what you need, on what you desire. It's also important that you all understand what the boundaries are for you as a family and what your division of labor is, if you will, in caring for the kids that God has entrusted to the two of you together. Regarding how to pray, the prayer I shared with Brienne was this, Abba, here I am at your feet. I don't know how to pray for my stepkids, mom. Your word says to ask you for wisdom when I don't know what to do. So here I am, boldly asking for you to give me love for a woman who hurts me greatly. Check out James chapter 1, verse 5 for more on seeking wisdom from God. I know this may sound obvious. If you are not seeking wisdom, you're not going to find it. <laughs> and if you are not seeking God's wisdom, if you're looking for answers in the world, the world's going to give you what it knows. It's going to give you the world's ways. 
You know, the best way to augment the wisdom in God's word is to do it inside a community of women who are committed to turning the cultural norms on their head and doing kingdom work, boots on the ground in their blended families as the anointed and the appointed women God has placed in their families. Stepmama, your work is of critical import. God has assigned you here. He has given you this calling. The thing is, it's not your only calling. It's a part of beautiful you. To find out more about what you're made of, to rediscover yourself, if you will, because the truth is so many women I work with, they've lost themselves. They feel powerless. They feel like their power has been stolen because they're caught up in the tsunami of hurt and toxicity that often accompanies blending families. This happens because families are created from trauma, because the kids are struggling, because we most likely have some unpacked baggage that we're dealing with, and we bring that into our new families. It's all normal. Blending together, it can be beautiful. It is hard. It does take work. The thing is, it doesn't have to take so ding dang long. Don't wait to get the help that you need. Take one small action step to move forward on your stepmom journey and join us inside the Facebook community. The link is in the show notes. Be sure to click it so you can join us inside the community. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. If you know a stepmom who needs a word of encouragement, would you share this episode with her? The best way to invite more women to the podcast is using your voice, whether you're telling them in person or you're leaving a five-star review on the podcast. Those five-star reviews, they demonstrate your influence because your words do have power. A special shout out to Aloha Carey, who said, it's like hanging out with a smart, engaging friend. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, Jen, thanks for keeping it real and focusing on what can be and how to get there. I am a step nana, and learning more the specific issues my own child navigates is valuable, and I'm learning things for myself. <laughs> Thank you. Aloha, Gary. I love it. I so appreciate you taking the time to leave a review. It's always a joy to hear from you. All right, that'll do it. I'll catch you next week.